You want to learn, right? Well, then it's against the rules not to learn. Episode 134, Tipitaka Part 70, in which I will be reciting Pakitia Parts 70 and 71, which I can say with full confidence, even though I haven't read them yet and I don't know how long they are, because I spliced that in from the end after I had finished reading Clever, huh? If this is your first time seeing me, do go ahead and click right there. That will take you to the Tipitaka playlist. Better to start with episode one, work your way up to episode 70. Episode one's a lot of fun. Episode two, even better. Um, before I begin, I wanted to mention Last time in episode 69, dudes! Thank you, Bill and Ted. Yes, episode 69. Um, I had said something to the effect of if a person joins an organization and they're being taught a particular teaching and they're behaving in a specific way with a lot of rules and one among them has a different interpretation of the teachings, for there to be a one-two combination of rules, which forbids the community from sitting to have a meal with that person with the wrong view. It's a cult. Yeah, that was that was it. That was that was the one. Um, and you know, of course, I've thought about it, and and uh, I I wanted to qualify, not retract, but qualify my, um, you know, statements that I made by, by saying that um, getting the silent treatment for espousing heretical and wrong interpretations of Buddhism or Buddhist teachings whilst being a Buddhist monk is a very, yet not being defrocked, still remaining a monk, well, everybody just waits for maybe decades for you to come off of it. That is a very light punishment as compared to the punishment, say, for the same crime uh, in what has now become known as the Roman Catholic Church during medieval times, which was, of course... <laughs> Trigger warning, by the way, um, there's going to be images of people burning at the stake, or there were. I should have said that before, shouldn't I? Um, so anyway, yeah. Yeah, I just wanted, you know, kind of like 
put things in perspective, by today's standards, we're ecumenicism and kind of seeing the fruits of uh, religious persecution has, uh, well, become more clear, though it has, the, the, the message still hasn't sunk in for a lot of people who still persecute based on religion in various places and various contexts and various religions. Um, for the most part, I'd say what I consider to be like civilized people, although that's probably not entirely true, is it? But the people that I would consider personally, just me, civilized people, um, would probably agree that making a rule that you're not allowed to talk to somebody based on their philosophical or religious beliefs is not good. Um, but yeah, 6th century BC Buddhist punishment for heresy, uh, you know, 15th century Christian punishment for heresy, mm, I'd, rather, I'd rather get the silent treatment, personally. Am I alone in that? Anyway, that's, that's all I had to say about that. Um, so moving along, our special guests today, wait, first, let's use the old dial for a change. Uh, these, these folks hail from the Vajrayana, uh, the Tibetan form of Vajrayana. Of course, there's Vajrayogini. She's been a guest on this program before. Uh, but the one who hasn't been a guest, and I'll admit, I was looking around the room here and thinking, who in the world of Buddhism has not yet been a special guest on this show? And uh, Mahakala was uh, was the one. Um, Mahakala is a Dharma protector in the Vajrayana Buddhist context. And uh, he's an aspect of Shiva in the Hindu context. And in that he is the spouse of Mahakali. Yes, uh, so regular Shiva. Well, he's very small, isn't he? That's better. Um, uh, it, Shiva is the, the spouse of Parvati. And in one telling, or at least one telling, of the uh, story, Kali is basically Parvati when she's mad. And in that sense, um, Kali's spouse is Shiva as Mahakala. But, uh, thank you. But in the Tibetan Buddhist sense, Mahakala is said to be uh, an, an emanation or aspect or manifestation of Avalokiteshvara or uh, Chenrezig. This is one of his forms. The other one was very big. I mean, you've seen him before, right? Yeah, that's, that's Chenrezig. Um, so, yeah, uh, thank you. He has, of course, many forms, such as Jambala, who you've met before, and, of course, the Dalai Lama, and uh, many other examples. Uh, we did a whole thing about him a while back. So, um, yeah, all right. Uh, that's all about that. If you have any um, questions or comments, please feel free to write them below or send them to me. Um, if you're on YouTube, you can just comment below. Let's dial it back to the pre-sectarian early Buddhism 
for early Theravada. And I will begin with the reading. Expiation, Pakitiya, LXX, also known as 70. At one time, the Enlightened One, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anatta Pindika's monastery. Now, at that time, a pernicious view had arisen to novices Kanaka, like this, or to novice Kanaka, like this. Quote, Insofar as I understand Dharma taught by the Lord, it is that in following those things called stumbling blocks by the Lord, there is no stumbling block at all. End quote. That's interesting. It's the same thing, isn't it? Perhaps these rules really are for that one particular teaching. And if I think less abstractly and just approach it more literally... It's kind of contradicting the Buddha, isn't it? It's saying that Lord Buddha says that these things like sex and uh, indulging in sensual pleasures are stumbling blocks. But if you do those things, they're not stumbling blocks at all, according to the Dhamma, as I understand it. If that's what they're saying, then they're directly contradicting uh, Lord Buddha. Now... Okay, so that's interesting. Perhaps that's what's happening here. And so it's not just having a slightly different interpretation of Lord Buddha's teachings, but teaching the opposite, yet operating within uh, Lord Buddha's order. All right. Several monks heard, quote, A pernicious view has arisen to the novice Kandaka. Three dots. End quote. C68 of the monk Arita, who was formerly a vulture trainer. Uh, re yes, in his reply to the monks, read, Honored Sir, instead of Your Reverence. All right. End parentheses. Quote, three dots. It is not, foolish man, for pleasing those who are not, parentheses yet, close parentheses, pleased. Three dots. And it causes wavering in some. Hmm. That's usually left within the three dots with everything else that goes there. End quote. Having rebuked him, having given reasoned talk, he addressed the monks, saying, quote, Because of this, monks, let the order expel the novice Kandaka. Because he's a novice, maybe. He's not a fully ordained monk. Hmm. And thus, monks, should he be expelled? So there's rules other than Parajika rules that'll get you kicked out. Is expel different from failure? Oh, okay. So Parajika means defeat and you're no longer a monk. You're kicked out. But this is a rule of expiation, which results in being kicked out. So this is news. This is news. There are other rules besides the big four in Parajika that can get you kicked out. Hmm. All right. And thus, monks, should he be expelled. Quote within quotes. From today forth, Reverend Kandaka, the Lord can neither be referred to as your teacher, 
nor can that be yours of which other novices have the chance, namely the lying down to sleep for two or three nights with monks. Get away with you. Depart. End quote within quotes. End quote. All right. So he's kicked out. But not burned at the stake, I note. Then the order expelled the novice Kandaka. Now at that time, the group of six monks, we know them, knowingly encouraged and supported and ate with and lay down in a sleeping place with the novice Kandaka, thus expelled. Those who were modest monks, three dots, spread it about, saying, quote, How can a group of six monks knowingly encourage and support and eat with and lie down in a sleeping place with the novice Kandaka? thus expelled, end quote, three dots, quote, is it true, as is said, that you monks knowingly encourage and support and eat with and lie down in a sleeping place with the novice Kandaka, thus expelled, end quote, quote, it is true, Lord, end quote, the enlightened one, the Lord, rebuked them, saying, quote, how can you, foolish men, knowingly encourage, three dots, thus expelled? It is not foolish men for pleasing those who are not, parentheses, yet, close parentheses, pleased, three dots. And thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. If even a novice should speak thus, quote within quotes, insofar as I understand Dhamma taught by the Lord, it is that in following these things called stumbling blocks by the Lord, there is no stumbling block at all. End quote. Hmm. A little bit of inconsistency. They did the open quote within quotes, the one quote, and close double quotes. Hmm. Hmm. All right. That novice should be spoken to thus by the monks, quote within quotes, do not speak thus, Reverend novices, do not misrepresent the Lord. Misrepresentation of the Lord is not at all seemly, and the Lord certainly would not speak thus. Reverend novice, in many a figure are things that are stumbling blocks called stumbling blocks by the Lord. And in following these, there is a veritable stumbling block. Yeah, okay, it's a little more clear. I mean, it was clear last time, it just wasn't clarifying itself in my brain. I was too fixated on the punishment. End quote, then quotes. And if that novice, when he has been spoken to thus by the monks, should persist as before, that novice should be spoken to thus by the monks. Quote, then quotes. From today forth, reverend novice, the Lord can neither be referred to as your teacher, nor can that be yours of which other novices get the chance, namely the lying down to sleep, for two or three nights with monks. So two questions. I mean, one isn't really a question. I think he's, he's saying, as of now, you cannot say, Lord Buddha is your teacher. Um, the other one is, right, two or three nights. Does that mean that you can lay with such a heretic novice for one night? Hmm? Get away with you, depart, end quote within quotes. Whatever monk should knowingly encourage or support or should eat with or should lie down in a sleeping place with a novice thus expelled, there is an offense of expiation, end quote. So if you're a monk and you start saying, no, the opposite of what Lord Buddha teaches is true, then you're suspended. 
but not expelled, not defeated. You're just given the silent treatment until you come around. But if you're a novice and you start talking this way, they're just like, we, no, we don't have time for, to deal with you. You're out. Go. Get out of here. All right. Novice means he is called a novice. Should speak thus means he says, quote in quotes, insofar as I understand Dhamma taught by the Lord, three dots, no stumbling block at all, and quote in quotes. That novice means the novice who speaks thus. By monks means by other monks who see, who hear. He should be told by these, quote in quotes, do not, reverend novice, speak thus three dots, no stumbling block at all, end quote. And the second time, he should be told four dots. And the third time, he should be told four dots. If he gives it up, that is good. If he does not give it up, that monk should be spoken to thus by the monks. Quote, quotes. From today, fourth, reverend novice, three dots, depart. End quote, quotes. I think it'd be funny if somebody actually said three dots, depart. <laughs> All right. Whatever means he who, on account of his relations, on account of his social standing, on account of his name, on account of his clan, on account of his morals, on account of his dwelling, on account of his field of activity, in parentheses, an elder or a novice or one of middle standing, this is called whatever. Thank you, me, from several months ago. Monk means... He is a monk because he is a beggar for alms, a monk because he submits to wandering for alms, a monk because he is one who wears the patchwork cloth, a monk by the designation, parentheses of others, and parentheses, a monk on account of his knowledge, <clears throat> excuse me, on account of his acknowledgement, a monk is called, quote, come monk, and parentheses. A monk is endowed with going to the three refugees, a monk is auspicious. A monk is the essential. A monk is a learner. A monk is an adept. A monk means one who is endowed with harmony for the order. The, with the resolution at which the motion is put three times and then followed by the decision with actions, parentheses, in accordance with Dhamma and the discipline, and parentheses. With steadfastness with attributes of a man perfected. Whatever monk is endowed with harmony for the order, with the resolution at which the motion is put three times, and then followed by the decision with actions, parentheses, in accordance with Dhamma and the discipline. I think that's implied, right? Maybe that's what they're saying. Okay, end parentheses. With steadfastness, okay, actions, like not just any old action, like actions that are, anyway with steadfastness and the attributes of a man perfected, this one is a monk as understood in meaning, in this meaning. Thank you, Bill and Ted. Oh wait, that was me from several months ago. He knows means either he knows by himself or others tell him or someone tells him. Thank you. Thus expelled means so expelled. Novice means he is called a novice. So oh, good they even defined that twice. 
Should encourage means if he encourages him, saying, quote within quotes, I will give him a bowl, or a robe, or a recitation, or an interrogation, end quote within quotes. There is an offense of expiation. Or should support means if he agrees to chonum, or clay, or a tooth cleaner. What? Oh, if he gives these things to him. Right, okay. Or water for the face for him, there is an offensive expiation. Or should eat with means, there are two kinds of eating. Eating food and eating dhamma, three dots. For every syllable, there is an offensive expiation. Or should lie down in a sleeping place with means. If a novice who is expelled is lying down and a monk lies down under one roof, there is an offensive expiation. If a monk is lying down and the novice who is expelled lies down, there is an offense of expiation. Or if both lie down, there is an offense of expiation. If getting up they lie down again and again, there is an offense of expiation. If he thinks that he is expelled when he is expelled and encourages or supports parentheses him close parentheses, or eats with or lies down in a sleeping place with him, there is an offense of expiation. If he is in doubt as to whether he is expelled, three dots, an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that he is not expelled when he is expelled, three dots, no offense. So if you get expelled, just don't tell anyone. They'll sleep with you. I mean, in a sleeping place. Nothing weird. It's a different rule. If he thinks that he is expelled when he is not expelled, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he is in doubt as to whether he is not expelled, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that he is not expelled when he is expelled, there is no offense. Didn't we cover that? We're doing that twice? There is no offense if he knows, quote, he is not expelled, end quote. If he knows, quote, he has given up that view, ah, end quote. So a novice who gives up that view after they've been expelled, you can sleep with. I mean, nothing weird. But you can eat with them, and it's fine. And when people come around and say, hey, hey, he's been expelled, they can be like, no, 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 no. He stopped going on about that whole stumbling block isn't a stumbling block when you look at the stumbling block and you get into the stumbling block. It's not a stumbling block. He says it's a stumbling block. So I'm eating with him. Get over it. Then there's probably some other crime for saying get over it to your fellow monk. But that's for another day. All right. Um, if he is mad, if he is the first wrongdoer, the tenth, meaning the seventieth. <clears throat> this is the key. excuse me, this is its key. Intentional slaughter with living things, parentheses in it, close parentheses, opening up, concealment of what is very bad, under 20, and a caravan, an arrangement about a Rita, suspended and kandaka. Just these ten rules of training, the seventh division, on what contains life.
I mean, when you put it next to like Leviticus and Deuteronomy, being shunned, being, you know, not allowed to eat with the monks or priests. I mean, it's pretty benign as far as like most severe punishments go. You know what I mean? It isn't stoning, basically, is what I'm saying. Of course, historically speaking, I think those, those rules about stoning were at least a thousand or more years older than 6th century BC. Um, whereas uh, the New Testament was obviously six centuries or more, seven, eight centuries after these rules. I mean, assuming that the rules came out of Lord Buddha's mouth while he was alive, not came into existence when they were first written down, if that makes sense. So in one sense, you know, you could say it's better or worse, you know, comparing this with that. Um, but you can also kind of see an evolution of, of humanity itself, uh, except until you get up into medieval Europe and, you know, you could say that, that they went backwards and started behaving like people thousands of years ago or, or not. I mean, obviously there's plenty of people that still behave in similar ways enforcing religious dogma with the sword or worse. Some would consider the sword to be merciful compared to other punishments, but at least in, uh, in this ancient Buddhism, one thing that can be said for it is there's no torture, there's no uh, murdering you know, people for, the, for wrong beliefs or anything like that. So that is definitely a point in their favor even though it seems like a bare minimum, um, it measures up very well to, um, to other doctrines and philosophies that were in existence back then. Not that this is a competition. It's just sort of interesting to note that. Um, should we read one more? Get started on, uh, on the, the 70s. Not those 70s, um, the, the 70s in here, the uh, Parajika, no, 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 Pakitiya 70s, starting with 71, this next set of 10, we'll see what we have in store for us. Expiation, Pakitiya, LXXI, or 71, at one time, the Enlightened One, the Lord was staying at Kosambi in Gosita's monastery. Now at that time, the venerable Channa indulged in bad habits. So full disclosure, Channa is actually holding up uh, Mahakala right now. So he is here. He's just hiding. Anyway, the little, little blue elephant. Remember? Monks spoke thus, quote, Reverend Chana, do not do that. It is not allowable. End quote. I love how they never say what the bad habit is that he's doing, so we can just kind of use our imagination. He spoke thus, quote, Your reverences, I will not train myself in this rule of training until I have inquired about it of another monk experienced expert in discipline. 
end quote. Those who were modest monks, three dots, spread it about asking, excuse me, saying, quote, How can the venerable Channa, being spoken to by monks regarding a rule, speak thus, quote within quotes, Your reverences, I will not train myself, three dots, expert in discipline, end quote within quotes, question mark, end quote, three dots. Quote, Is it true, as is said, that you, Channa, being spoken to by monks regarding a rule, spoke thus, quote within quotes, Your reverences, I will not train myself, three dots, expert in discipline, end quote within quotes, question mark, end quotes. Quote, It is true, Lord, end quote, the enlightened one, the Lord, rebuked him, saying, quote, How can you, foolish man, being spoken to by monks regarding a rule, speak thus, quote within quotes, Your reverences, I will not train myself, three dots, expert in discipline, end quote within quotes, question mark. It's fun to imagine Lord Buddha, like, doing a mocking voice, like, mocking how John is talking, but he probably, maybe he did, maybe he did. You know, some people, like, imagine that these great people from the past didn't have a sense of humor, but... I don't know. In the very first story at the beginning of Parajika, where he's talking to the Brahmins, saying there is a way that what you say would be true in this way, but that's not the way you meant, is it? That struck me as humor. That didn't strike me as like, but that is not the way you meant, is it? Like maybe more of a, but that's not that's not what you were saying, was it? Like, you know, like uh, there's that story where uh, St. Peter is walking on water and Jesus, you know, Jesus says, come to me and he's walking on water. But then he doubts himself and he looks down at the water and he falls into the water and Jesus says, oh, ye of little faith. And people, you know, assume that he said, oh, ye of little faith. But I think he might have been laughing a little when he said that. It's just an opinion. What do you think? Do you think Lord Buddha had a sense of humor? Anyway, it is not foolish man for pleasing those who are not, parentheses yet, close parentheses, pleased, three dots. I'm going to go on record here and say that even though this is how the rules were memorized, I think that for the rules that actually did happen this way, and uh, people were punished by Lord Buddha, I don't think he always said exactly the same phrase to, like, the guy who spilled a bucket as the guy who, like, you know, murdered somebody. Like he always says, it is not foolish man for pleasing those who are not yet pleased. I think that was like something in, it seems like, I mean, in, in other sutras, when something is repeated, it's because it's important. And unfortunately, when something is repeated, it's replaced by three dots by the Polytext Society. every time I say three dots, it means that something that is one of the most paramount and important teachings in these sutras has been left out because it's repeated, which is absurd, obviously. So yes, these things that are repeated are the most important things. And I can barely remember what it is that he says here. Um, it is not for the benefit of those who are not yet on the path, uh, nor for those who are already on the path, it causes wavering in some, you know, this kind of thing. So, like, this is the reason why these rules exist, is because 
It doesn't benefit. It's not for increasing the number of people, you know, who are monks becoming enlightened. It's not, doesn't help the monks that are already here. It doesn't, um, you know, it, it causes some of the monks to waver where they weren't wavering before. That's why these rules exist. So even from the sex one all the way to the murdering, you know, little insects and every single one, that's what is said. And it's always replaced by three dots. <sighs> I've got to learn Polly. That's just all there is to it. All right. And thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. Whatever monk being spoken to by monks regarding a rule should speak thus, quote within quotes, your reverences, I will not train myself in this rule of training until I have inquired about it of another monk, experienced, expert in discipline, and quote within quotes, there is an offense of expiation. Monks, it should be learnt, it should be inquired into, it should be investigated by a monk who is training. This is the proper course here. End quote. Whatever means three dots. Monk it means three dots, right? By monks means by other monks. Regarding a rule means whatever is a rule of training laid down by the Lord. This is called regarding a rule. Being spoken to, three dots, should speak thus, Quote within quotes, your reverences, I will not train myself until I have inquired three dots, expert in discipline means, uh, expert in discipline, end quote within quotes, means, if he says, quote, I am inquiring about it of a wise, experienced, clever, learned speaker on the rules, end quote, there is an offense of expiation. If he thinks that he is ordained when he is ordained, parentheses, and, close parentheses, speaks thus, there is an offense of expiation. If he is in doubt as to whether he is ordained, three dots, oh no, the four dots. If he thinks that he is not ordained when he is ordained, parentheses, one, four, one, close parentheses, what? Uh, parentheses and close parentheses speaks thus there is an offense of expiation if being spoken to about what is not laid down he speaks thus quote this does not conduce to expunging parentheses evil close parentheses nor to punctiliousness nor graciousness nor to decreasing parentheses the obstructions close parentheses nor to putting forth energy close parentheses parentheses I mean end quote Parentheses and close parentheses says, quote, Your reverences, I will not train myself in this rule of training until I have inquired about it of another monk, experienced expert in discipline, one who is wise, experienced, clever, learned speaker on the rules, and quote, there is an offensive wrongdoing. What? Okay. So if he says all that other stuff too in addition to the thing that'll get you expiated and expiationed, then it's a wrongdoing. All right. Oh, if, it, if it's not laid down. Oh, okay, okay. So if, it's, if they're telling him not to do something that actually isn't a rule, they're just judging that it probably would be a rule if you asked the Buddha, even though nobody has yet. Okay, that's fair enough. It's an offensive wrongdoing. 
So you should just tell the monk, like, okay, I won't do the thing you said to do that's not actually a rule laid down, and then you can keep doing it, and that's fine, because it's not a rule. Just don't do it when that monk is watching. I guess? I don't know. If being spoken to by one who is not ordained about what is laid down, or about what is not laid down, he speaks thus, quote, this does not conduce to expunging parentheses evil, close parentheses, three dots, nor to putting forth energy, end quote, parentheses, and close parentheses, says, quote, your references, I will not train myself in this rule of training until I have inquired about it of another monk, experienced expert in discipline, one who is a wise, experienced, clever, learned speaker on the rules, end quote, there is an offensive wrongdoing. So if, like, a regular dude, like if, like, King so-and-so of Magad, you know, says, hey, you're not supposed to swim, aren't you? You're only supposed to bathe once a month and only swim if you're swimming across the river. You guys are playing in the water. There's a rule against that. I know it. I've heard about it. That's just a wrongdoing because it's not a monk that's correcting you. It's just some random king, right? Okay. If he thinks that he is ordained when he is not ordained, there is an offensive wrong. If he is in doubt as to whether he is not ordained, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that he is not ordained when he is not ordained, there is an offense of wrongdoing. Right. Is training means is desiring to train. It should be learnt means it should be known. So in training means is desiring to train. Right. Okay. I guess. Right. Is that referring to the monk that's being scolded or the monk that's doing the scolding? Because if it's about the monk that's being scolded, then it's a kind of funny turn of phrase. Like, you want to learn, right? Well, then it's against the rules not to learn. <laughs> because you want to learn, right? Right? It should be in, uh, in, inquired into means he says, quote, This honored sir is the meaning of this. What? This honored sir, what is the meaning of this? Oh, end quote. It should be investigated means it should be thought about. It should be examined. This is the proper course here means. This is the appropriate course. There is no offense if he says, quote, I will know, parentheses, about it, and close parentheses, I will train, end quote. If he is mad, if he is the first all right so uh it says the first meaning the 71st all right uh special thanks to vajra yogini and mahakala for being our guests today special thanks to you for going on this ride with me the north and to the south, to the east and to the west, to the spirits of light among us and to the spirits below. We send out our reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy. May all beings be serene. May all beings be in peace.
Until next time.